Sangin Podcast would like to appreciate everyone who has listened and watched our episode. On behalf of the podcast, we would like to encourage every one of you to follow and subscribe to us using whichever medium you choose to listen to us. This increases our outreach and makes us bring bigger and better guests for amazing stories. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Sanyin Podcast. Um, today I'm joined by the amazing Mosolani, who is a film director and photographer here in China. Um, Lani, you're welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, John Paul. Thank you very much, Sanyin Podcast. It's an honor. Um, I'm really humbled and grateful to be here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first things first. Um. How would you introduce yourself for someone who does not know you? Um, my name is Masulani Okola, popularly just known by Lani. <laughs> yeah, my friends and family just call me Lani. Um, I am a filmmaker slash photographer, generally a creative, really. Um, but I'm I'm currently in school, though. I'm, I'm doing my master's in industrial design, and uh, filmmaking is is a I could say a professional hobby of mine. <laughs> professional hobby of mine but uh, also developing into into hopefully a full-time career soon yeah so in a nutshell that's who Masalani Bokola is okay um I've seen your works uh, in terms of film um there is that video you did for Manifest China uh um Men's Gather I like that video um thank you thank you <laughs> so tell me um so tell me about your career as a film director what inspired you um yeah first of all thank you very much for viewing my content <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 always humbling to know that there there's people out there who look at you know something i've been part of and and they like it so um i can say my uh well, I don't know yet if I can if I can uh, call it a, a career. <laughs> I feel I, you know I, I still have to 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 add a few more years under my belt to fully call it a career, but it is developing into that. Um, and what inspired me or what brought me to this point? I can and I can really say it started in church. You know, uh, a couple years back. Okay, maybe not a couple years back. More like twenty. 16 or so that's almost what eight years this is 2023 eight nine years ago about nine years ago eight nine years ago yeah um you know i was just a young person in church and there was a spot to fill you know the camera the camera operator was there was no camera operator and the camera was put in my hand you know yeah everyone gets to serve in church and, and uh i grew a passion for it and it grew over the years. I invested myself learning the craft. And yeah, over the years, it, it has developed into what it is now. So the inspiration really started in church. And um, it sparked that passion within me to, to learn more about filmmaking and photography. So the inspiration started in church. And, and what was that work or that movie clip or that gig? that you did and you realize that, yes, I think I'm getting good at this? Um, well, it would be quite difficult to pinpoint one particular, 
one particular clip or video I made because you know it's been quite it's been quite a, a process, quite a journey. You know, it's a gradual. It's been a gradual development. Um, of course, each time I make something new, I try my best to make it better than the last thing I made. Sometimes I'm successful, sometimes not so much. Um, but if I was to to maybe give a period rather than rather than a particular video, but a period of time in which I realized, you know, this could 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 grow into something big. I would say was the time was the time when I was in my when I was doing my bachelor's here in, in China. That was I think um, second year should be, yeah I think I was in my second year, um, twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, around that time when I saw an influx of you know <laughs> people asking me to 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 help them on video and photo projects. And you know, people coming to me willing to, to pay for photo and video projects, and I was like, oh, okay. So this is—it's actually something because before that, it was mostly really just a hobby, something that I just liked doing, and I just you know found fun and joy in, in in doing. But at that point, it slowly shifted into you know a more professional space, you know, being able to 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 work with people and them you know, trusting me to produce something nice or something in line with their vision. That's when I realized that, okay, you know what, this is actually getting serious. So I can't put it, I can't put it to a particular video, but I, I, I can put it to a particular experience or, or period of time when, when um, I could say levels changed. Um, so basically your video work, is it only for church promotional stuff? Because that's what I see most no. of it is. No, uh, of course, most of, I, I, I wouldn't even say most of it is that. I would say the most prominent or most popular videos I've made um, are, are church-related, you know, but uh, I, I do do uh, corporate work as well, you know. I do, um, as well as uh, personal, people's personal work, like birthdays, you know, weddings, family gatherings, etc., and corporate works like uh, ads, you know, TV ads and and, and, and the like, and of course uh, ministry work, you know, for, for, for church and for for the furtherance of the gospel. So it's it's quite broad. Um, I wouldn't just say it's only for church, <laughs> but uh, yes, I, I do dabble in in many different facets of okay 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 yeah. um my next question would be as someone who's quite experienced in this film making industry in you know in china um what would be your go-to hardware and software when it comes to making a good film um well if if i'm going to <laughs> speak plainly um I, I still wouldn't really consider myself uh, so much experienced, you know. Um, I, I still feel I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I feel I'm just getting my feet wet, you know. I'm, I'm still getting, getting in there. There's still a lot for me to grow and learn. Um, I still have a, a, a long way to go to be where I, I, I want to be. 
but yes, I, I do have some some experience. I'm not I'm not a rookie. <laughs> I'm not a rookie, but uh, there. Let me just say there are many people I still look up to that I, I still have to learn a lot from. And then um, to answer your question about hardware and software, I'll put it in this way. Um, okay, I'll give I'll, I'll give you more of a scenario rather. Uh, usually, when when um, many people who are say interested or want to start uh, photography or filmmaking, the question that I get most is, "What camera do you use? <laughs> or you know, what software do you use to edit? You know, what 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 do you use? How did you how did you what camera do you use? What lens do you use? They are so interested in the so in the hardware in the software aspect, but really, when you think about it. Hardware and software are just tools, you know. They're just tools to help you produce what really is in your mind or imagination. Of course, they're important and they're, they're different. They, they, they have their strengths. Each software and hardware has its own strengths and weaknesses. But at the end of the day, they are just tools, you see. And um, having said that, um, some might prefer certain softwares over others. Some might prefer certain hardwares over others. Personally, for my for my uh, video editing, um, I used to heavily edit it Adobe Premiere Pro. It's quite popular. You know, I could say it's it's one of the industry standards. Um, but in more recent time, I have shifted to to editing in DaVinci Resolve because it also has its strengths and weaknesses. But there is no saying that uh, one particular software would produce <laughs> better results than other particular softwares. You know, I know some filmmakers who edit in Filmora or stuff like that, and they still produce great work because at the end of the day, these softwares and hardwares are really just um, um, tools. Yes. So on the software end, um, my go-to softwares are DaVinci Resolve, um, Adobe Premiere Pro, and sometimes I also use Adobe After Effects like for some special effects, motion graphics, and, and stuff like that. Then on the software, also on the hardware end, um, wow, uh, I can say filmmaking and photography has quite a broad offering <laughs> of hardware. So um, I'll just talk about what I use, you know, because if, if we go into that conversation, we, we could literally talk about hardware for days. So I'll just talk about what I personally <laughs> personally use. Um, the camera body I'm currently using is a Sony a7 III. Um, I can say it's a, it's, a, it's a professional camera. It's not like the best in the world. <laughs> But it, you, you can use it to make professional work, or rather, work to the quality that you see on 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 my channel and stuff like that. That's a Sony A7 III, coupled with a Tamron a Tamron lens uh, that should be Tamron 28 to 75 millimeter lens. Yes, and then when it comes to the editing end, um, computer-wise. Uh, yeah, there's also quite a, a large offering of computer hardware out there, but anything powerful enough to edit, <laughs> you know, uh, most modern computers will, will be able to, to 
to to edit video but not not like the average you know work computer you know, something with a little more power in it will be able to do that is yeah that that was quite a mouthful <laughs> yeah please go ahead okay and uh, which one if someone is on a low budget let's say mm-hmm. below maybe a thousand what would RMB. be the best equipment? Yeah, a thousand RMB. Best equipment, what particular piece of equipment? I would... in, in, in terms of, uh, let's say, camera? Hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I, I can say filmmaking, photography, it's, it's not a very, it's not a very cheap hobby. <laughs> That's if you want to take it seriously. It's, it's, camera gear can, can get quite quite um, expensive, but of course the word expensive is relative, you know, to some people 5,000 may be expensive, to some people 10,000 may be cheap, so <laughs> it's quite relative, but um, I really wouldn't recommend anyone who is trying to take filmmaking seriously to buy a camera that costs below 1,000, because 1,000 RMB, because even the phones we use these days People are willing to buy phones upwards of 3,000, 4,000 RMB. Um, of course, it's possible to, to, to film something really good using your phone, but if you invest the same amount into an actual camera, you would get something of better quality. So on a budget end, or someone who is you know, just getting started with filmmaking or, or photography or trying to learn, um, I would recommend anything in the range of uh, five, six thousand RMB in terms of a camera. That would probably even be a second-hand camera. My my first camera was second-hand, you know. <laughs> so the camera I learned how to how to shoot on that it was 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 second-hand. So um, a budget option for me for someone who is learning. Um, would be five, six thousand RMB. That would be a budget option. But if you are a professional, you know, or trying to take it like really seriously to the next level, um, you have to be thinking upwards of twenty thousand RMB just for. Okay. Um, in that in another aspect of your career, I've seen is that you're a photographer. Um, so tell me about it. Yes. Uh, I do photography as well. Um. Filmmaking and photography are very much related. Uh, I could say that the, the, the basics of photography um, kind of also apply to, to, to filmmaking. Um, personally, I feel making videos demands a little more, you know, because there are more aspects to, 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 to videos such as sound, motion, ETC. Um, but you'll find the transition between video and photo is very seamless. So um, actually, I, I, I don't know many people who only do one. <laughs> of course, you'll find most people who, who do photo maybe don't do video, but most people who do video probably do photos as well. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's kind of a, a one-two punch photography and, and filmmaking they, they work hand in hand so yes um, maybe maybe if you could be a, a little more 
specific as to what aspect of photography. Um, I could give a, a, a more a more detailed <laughs> more detailed response. Yeah. Um, like the 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 um the type of photography that I see, like in your latest video where you're contrasting, I think color grading stuff like that. Uh, the the video on your on your WeChat channel, yeah. Versus of like color grading, yeah. So that part of photography, I want to know about. It. Um, actually, I I think that the video you're talking about was. It's actually a, a clip from 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 uh, a video, not particularly a picture, but but a video. And color grading in itself is also quite a broad um, a broad section of filmmaking. You know, there are people whose career is completely just coloring videos. You know, they make them bread and butter just coloring videos you know, in Hollywood and or even in even in China, you know, the Chinese um, film industry. So it's it, it's there's a lot of science behind it. There's a lot of study behind it. Um, there's a lot of learning as well involved in, in color grading because actually color is quite psychological, you know, to to, to the human mind. Um, colors have got meanings. You know, they can affect certain emotions and all that. So all this is incorporated into color grading. You know, to the, to the, to the layman's eye, um, color grading a video might just be as far as making it look nice. But um, for people who are actually professionals in the coloring industry, it's not all about making it look nice, but it is about properly um properly translating the story into color you know like i i could give a, an example of a of a show i watched recently um called the last of us it's 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 this it's this tv series so i was watching i was watching um a breakdown that the colorist of that show made you know of the decisions he made when coloring some of the episodes. So there's this particular episode where there's an outbreak of this uh, fungal disease, you see. <laughs> and when that happens, um, he boosts a lot of yellows into the, the color of the screen and all that. And actually the science behind it is that um, yellow rep usually represents sickness when it comes to, to color. It can be used to, to represent uh, a sickness, like illness or disease, that, that yellow tint. So he added a lot of yellow tint to kind of further amplify the story in the, in the show. But of course, to someone who is watching it, they might not know the purpose of the yellow color, but they will still feel the impact of it. I don't know if you, if you understand what I, what I mean with that. Like they might not understand why the colorist put yellow, but they will feel the impact of the yellow in the storytelling of that show. So um, that really is just, uh, I could say, a snippet of the, the the mentality or the thinking behind color grading. Are you active in the ministry? Because there's that aspect of your work that is church ministry. Yes, yes, I I am.
I am active in, in ministry. Um, of course, uh, ministry, I feel, is something that is tied uh, to, to, to one's purpose, you know, to one's life purpose. It's, it's, it's not just um, filmmaking profession <laughs> or anything, but it is intertwined with. Okay, and um, do, do you preach here in China? Um, well, I, I could say people would, would define preaching, <laughs> define preaching in different ways. Um, personally, uh, I do preach through my work, through my videos, I do preach. <laughs> you know, I, I don't believe preaching is only standing behind a, a pulpit and, you know, producing a sermon there you know, many ways to preach by people's uh, actions, the way they live their lifestyle, how they talk to people, how they behave, how they respond, even in their own uh, personal careers, like all that is, is part of ministry. You know, it's, it's not set. I don't think ministry is separate from one's career. You know, it's like everything you do in, in, in your life is intertwined with ministry in one way or another. So um, I, I I can say I. So so let me understand. So basically, use your work to spread the word of God. It's through your work that you spread the word of God. It's not the conventional yes. talking on the pulpit. Of course, not only through my work. Um, when I do have the chance to talk to a friend about the gospel, about the word of about the word of God. I, I take those those opportunities. They're, they're great. They they are you know amazing. But besides that, you know, God has given me a gift in this filmmaking thing and all that. So why not use it to to, to glorify Him in everything we do? We give Him glory. So even um, with my skill, with my with my talent. Um, it is a privilege for me to be able to share the gospel in what I do. Okay. Um, what would be your advice? Um, okay. Let me let me say this. <laughs> the I I I let me speak to 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 um someone who is uh I don't know if I can say on the fence about getting into filmmaking or. Pretty much getting into anything, really, into any you know hobby or something that they want to get serious about and get professional about. It. Um, it's something that I personally struggled with at the beginning. Um, there was a time I could say I was waiting for the right time to start. <laughs> I was waiting for the perfect time to start. I was it was always either no, I don't have a camera yet, or um, I don't have the time yet, or I, you know, I don't yet have what I want to start. But luckily enough, I quickly realized that there is never a perfect time to start. You know, there there will never be a, a perfect time like where you have everything, and it's like okay, now <laughs> I can start. But rather, with whatever it is you have. Just start, you know. Um, it's 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 kind of like if you don't have a camera or something and you want to start filmmaking, start with the phone you have. 
you know start with the, the, if it's a, if it's a, an old computer start with that you know whatever it is that you have start with it and out of that you will grow because eventually um, everything that we need to succeed is found on the inside of us and not on the outside so i think success is something that comes from the inside out and not from the outside so don't wait for the perfect time don't wait for the for the stars to align <laughs> and to hear god's voice say okay my son now start <laughs> but rather um as long as you have a vision as long as you feel you have that calling um with faith and belief in god that you're in the right path take that first step you know step out into the waters and just just start with what you have yeah okay 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 um then my closing remarks um what makes you proud of yes um i i think i'll just start from the beginning i had spoken for a while but i don't know where my mic had cut off yeah. i was saying um what makes me proud uh, to be african you know is despite the the, the narrative or the story of of africa you know around the world or in history um you know africans have always been i could say last <laughs> you know the slavery colonization all that but despite all of that um even in today's age as africans we are able to excel beyond what people expect of us you know it's like against all odds um our africanness does not stop us from achieving great things you know so that 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 in itself makes me proud to be african to see this this uh, i don't know if i can say development or progress that mm. we as a continent have made over the years whereby you know there was once a time whereby <laughs> being being uh, of african descent was a disadvantage but us being able to look beyond that thing as a disadvantage and instead turn it into an advantage and be proud of it and be like yes even as an african i am able to achieve this my success or my failure in anything i do is not dependent on me being african or my race or anything instead is dependent on my mentality the work that i put in and all that so yeah that makes me proud to be where i'm from um but i don't think i even mentioned where i'm from i'm from zambia by the way <laughs> i'm zambian born okay I'm, I'm a zambian. <laughs> i guess this is a this is this is uh part of my introduction toward the end yes i'm a zambian so Yes, I I am proud to be. Okay. Um Mr. Lani, thank you for coming. It was thank an you. honor. It was an honor too for me. I'm, I'm humbled. I don't take it lightly that, you know, uh <laughs> people have seen my work out there and are even willing to to have uh, a whole conversation about it. So, thank you very much for inviting me. It's it's been great. It's been a great conversation.
You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.